Welcome to a court of fairies and fangirls. I'm Alex. And I'm Sarah. And this is a Sarah J. Mass fan podcast where we are obsessed with her books and can't stop thinking about them or talking about them. So we figured why not record us thinking and talking about it. We're going to break down chapters, go through each book separately, go into character analysis and any thoughts or kind of theories that we have about books, characters, plots, etc. And maybe play some fun games along the way. Exactly. So welcome and enjoy. Welcome back. Yes, to another mini-sode. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Mm-hmm. Well, Ish. I'm gonna say spoilers. Spoiler is because at least I'm gonna be talking about characters like throughout the span of what we know them to be. True. Yes. Okay. Yes. And so, I figured you would too. So. Yeah. So spoilers through a court of silver flames mm-hmm. is where we're all at. This week we're talking enneagrams. Yes, and we can give a shout out to one of our fans who suggested we do this topic. Yes, which I had been thinking about this topic, mm-hmm. but then I was like. Do I want to be like that? Because I love Enneagrams and I talk about it so much that sometimes I'm like, Alex, you have to stop talking about Enneagrams. <laughs> so shout out to our fan, Julia yes. Grimaldi from Atlanta. Yes. For this lovely idea. And excuse to talk about Enneagrams more. Exactly. <laughs> so we decided to do six characters because Enneagrams can get kind of lengthy to chit chat about and we yes. wanted to keep this at mini length yes. as much as possible. So we decided we're going to do Reese. Farah, Moore, Tamlin, Cassian, and Azrael. Yes. And we'll, we'll do the rest of them later, but yeah. that's who we're going to do today. Yes. So, high-level Enneagrams. First off, you should go research this yourself. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's a lot and it's complex. And it's just very interesting to learn more about yourself. If, yeah. And other characters I or other people. personality tests. Yeah, exactly. So, this is, it's not a personality test, but well, it's indicative of a personality yes. test. So, like, on a very high level, it's, like, basically a circle of nine numbers, one through nine, and they're interconnected, and the way that they're interconnected and what they represent can show you a person's personality from a bunch of different views. Right. So that is very high level, Mm -hmm. but that's what we're going to get into in this episode. And also, should we tell them what ours are? Yeah. Why not? What's yours? So I'm a one wing two. Yes. Do you want to give like very Wait, brief? I'm a one wing two. You, <laughs> you are a one wing two. I was like, two. I am a one wing two. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know the name of a one wing two. Do you know? Uh, no. What? Oh, 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 oh. I think I, I've listed someone as a one wing two. Yep. You are the activist. I'm the activist. So a one wing two is an activist. So basically I'm the reformer. Mm-hmm. Which is conscientious and ethical with a strong sense of right and wrong. We yes. are teachers, crusaders, and advocates for change, always striving to improve things, but afraid of making a mistake. Well organized, um, orderly, we try to maintain high standards, and we can slip into being like critical and perfectionist, which is me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the wing two part is more of the helper. Yes. And caregiver type part. So mm-hmm. I do care about people even though I'm an idealist. Well, in and of you, <laughs> your idealism leans into caring. caring about people. Exactly. Exactly. So it 100% makes sense. Mm-hmm. But I'm very much, you read this and you think of me. Yes. She is I'm, classic. Yes. I fall into all of the categories exactly of a one. <laughs> I love that. 
Um, so I am a six wing seven, mm-hmm. which the name for that is the confidant. Mm. But basically, I live in my head. Yep. My deepest fear comes from being not safe. So I plan everything. Mm-hmm. Everything. <laughs> I run through scenarios in my head. I do all those things. And the fun wing seven flavor for me tends to be that more like fun and spontaneous side of myself where... I avoid my problems by doing fun things and indulging myself, which can be good and bad. But um, it it kind of lends itself to on the more positive days, being willing to like, hey, let's go f- spontaneously go do this, like right. being up for things in that way um, to, you know, connect with my people and make them feel better. Because again, that six nature of me really relies on my support system yep. in order to survive. So I do a I, I am very conscientious of them and mm-hmm. wanting to make sure they are happy, which again, can be bad. But anyway, six <laughs> wing seven is me. So who do you want to start with? Um, Let's start with Azriel. Okay. Just because me... he's the first one on my list because I did him first. Let me find, here, I found, I, listeners, as usual, I have about 20 post-its in front of me with all of my, <laughs> <laughs> I have found Azriel. We are ready. Yes. Um, Do I... you want to start? Sure. I'll leave him. He was... I don't know, easier. I thought I had a clearer image of him. Yeah. And it was kind of easier to identify characteristics, mm-hmm. I thought, for Azrael versus some of the other ones. Because yep. I, fans, just so you know, I am not as good at Enneagramming as Alex is. She's a pro. <laughs> you could ask her any number, any wing, and she can tell you what it means. I know which one I am, and that's it. You're perfect. So I had to do a little bit more research. So... I put as, as a five wing six. Same. Did you really? Oh, I feel so good. Yes. Matching. (laughs) So, um, I, according to the great Google, uh, (laughs) a five wing six is called the problem solver. Yes. So, and a five is an investigator and a six is the loyalist. Yes. So that's what. Kind of how they smoosh together. Kind of. Yeah. So do you want to. Sure. Um, I took notes on a few like key aspects of okay. each one. So the desire for a five wing six is to be competent and useful, which mm-hmm. we very much see with him. Yep. And his fear is similarly the contrast of that. It's uselessness, being incapable, proving um, an unworthiness about himself. So yep. like he's very he he is he's actively trying to be like I deserve to be here. I have contributed. Right. Because. His childhood trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, this is something that I think is so interesting about Enneagrams is that there's a few key things mm-hmm. that roll up to how a person can behave. And right. like the three key things are like desire and fear, which we've, we've talked about, mm-hmm. and trauma, honestly, okay. is like kind of how I've like pictured it. So a five wing six's trauma typically revolves around them not knowing where they belong. Mm-hmm. They have no real potential or they have no real parental figures. They typically might suffer abuse, be the black sheep, have that sense of otherness, which is mm, very, very much, much as real. Yep. Um, so between those, I was like, oh, oh, this is him. Yeah. And the, so the key motivations was another one for me. So they want to possess knowledge, understand their environment, have everything figured out as a way of defending their self from threats from their environment. I exactly. was like, that's totally Asriel. Yep. So some key strengths of the five wing six mm-hmm. is they're focused, organized, they're good at solving complex problems and being calm in a crisis. And like you said, that passion for knowledge. Right. 
But their weaknesses, and again, this is very much Asriel, mm-hmm. relating to and understanding others, yeah. um, tend to be more private and defensive, can be called um, difficulty taking action when uninspired. So yeah. we kind of see that with like Elaine or and more. He's like, so mm-hmm. we hit the nail. I know. I was going to say, he, that's why I thought he was, he's very obvious in how he acts in yeah. ways. And I feel like with an Enneagram, when somebody is always acting certain ways, it's easier mm-hmm. to pick them out versus when they kind of fluctuate between different things. Yeah. So that's why I did him first because I had a clear vision yeah. with him. Um, something else I called out was mm-hmm. what each of these Enneagrams in love tend to look like. Ooh, okay. And so for the five wing six, they're, they're not very expressive. They mm-hmm. tend to be more logical and their main focus will be on improving their partner's lives. So you kind of see that with oh, Elena yes. just being like, hey, do you want to go to the garden? Hey, do you want to do... Like, mm-hmm. he very much is that, like, I want to help make your life better. Because typically yeah. they've experienced, like, trauma in themselves where right. they were not able and to And he's always trying to take help. more out, like, yes. and do what she wants to do. I totally see that. That very supportive thing. Mm-hmm. And then a few other things about a five-wing six. So this is more centered on the five aspect. Mm-hmm. So they are... the There's... In Enneagram, there are three centers. There's head, gut, and heart. Mm -hmm. And the five is a head center, which just means like they are, they process everything with thinking. So they tend to live in their heads quite a bit. Um, A five in growth, Mm -hmm. because that's that's the other thing with Enneagrams is these numbers are interconnected with growth and stress. So a five in growth becomes an eight Mm -hmm. um, or tends to showcase those characteristics. So they tend to be more assertive and confident. Yep. But in stress, they become more like a seven, which is more like dissatisfied, indulgent, distracted. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we see that a little bit with um, that bonus chapter in Silver Flames with Asriel. That just like, I, and and the same thing with that like logical sense of him. He's like, I should have this. You two have it. Why can't I have it? Mm -hmm. Like, it's very, it's very logical. It's very like dissatisfied. So it's just interesting. It is. Um, and then I also tried to pull a few quotes oh, okay. that I thought might help showcase Please. Um, their personalities. So um, when Elaine disappears during Akawar, mm-hmm. as is super common, he's just like, I'm getting her back. Mm-hmm. Like that's his common crisis. Yep. His, tell me how it's possible that my two brothers are with two of those sisters, yet the third was given to another. Mm-hmm. Run love. And then the last quote I had up here was, you two need a chaperone up here. So like, again, very much like, mm-hmm. like he's fun and he's playful, um, but he can be that like confident self when he's yes feeling himself. So very much so. That was what I had on as. Do you have anything else? No, that was, you did a very good summary. You did a very good summary. Thanks. And we were both on the same page. So that Which makes is me so happy. fun. That's a good way to start this out. Yes. Okay. Okay. Let's move to his brother next. Cassian. Cassian. Okay, you can... Actually, I'll go first, and then you can tell me what you think. Okay. So I put Cassian as an eight-wing seven. Interesting. I had him as a seven-wing eight. So very close. Very close, yeah. Just a matter of which way we want to focus. So tell me why you think he's an eight-wing seven. So eight-wing seven is called the Maverick. Mm -hmm. So eights are self-confident, strong, assertive, protective, resourceful, straight-talking, and decisive but they can also be egocentric and domineering, which yeah. I feel like that very much fits Cassian. Yeah. Um, they feel like they must control their environment, especially people sometimes becoming confrontational and intimidating. And they have problems, sometimes have problems with their tempers and allowing themselves to be vulnerable. Mm. So 
Basic fear is of being harmed or controlled by others, and basic desire is to protect themselves, to be in control of their own destiny. Yeah. And I just, that felt Cassian to yeah. me. Um, some of the key motivations, he wants to be self-reliant, prove his strength and resist weakness, to be important in the world and to dominate the environment. Um, it just, it just, that's the vibe I got with Cassian. Yeah. But like Seven also is the enthusiast, and so... All those things I felt like kind of went along with it. Yeah. So. I think we're very close to being on the same page. Right. I think I just put the emphasis on the seven. Mm-hmm. I put the emphasis on the seven just because I feel like he leans into that side mm-hmm. more than, and he has the flavoring of eight, whether, yep. versus being an eight and a flavoring of seven. So a seven wing eight, um, they call that the opportunist. Okay. So their desire is to just like be content and satisfied Mm -hmm. and their fear is more deprivation based. So the trauma, the childhood trauma of a seven typically Mm -hmm. is disconnection from a nurturing figure, which you see with his mom. Um, And it says that they tend to focus on toys and activities to fill their emptiness, which Mm. when he was at the Illyrian war camp, he became a bully and was taking everybody's things, very deprived. So Mm -hmm. it kind of felt like... I feel like the childhood drama was a really good thing to look into. Yeah. It's like, it's a, it's a, I shouldn't say fun aspect because it's trauma, but like, it's a different aspect to it. So like the strengths of a seven wing eight are that they are high energy and positive, self-confident, charismatic, assertive, common a crisis... But the weaknesses are being impatient and blunt. Um, a seven in love is passionate and enthusiastic. They're curious and spontaneous. They're a bit of a dreamer, um, but desire something reliable is like ultimately what they want. Okay. And then again, I like to look at the growth and stress mm-hmm. to like kind of get a different picture on the number. So like a seven in growth becomes a five, which is like the best aspects of Asriel. Right. So they become focused mm-hmm. and restrained. But in stress, they become a one, which is okay. when they get really rigid and mm-hmm. critical. And I felt like, I don't know, I felt like I had seen those sides of I Cassian. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's see. He's also, a seven is also in the head center. Okay. Um, which makes sense. Which means he's, because he, he does, he's, he's more thoughtful, he's more mm-hmm. pensive. Whereas I'm pretty sure an eight, yeah, an eight is the gut center and it's more moved on instinct, which I think you could make an argument for, for Cassian. Yeah, I think Cassian could go either way. But I do really see him. He does use his head a lot more than his gut, I think. He is very thoughtful, even though he seems impulsive. Yes, exactly. Like, and that's the interesting thing about sevens is they can come across as like impulsive. Mm -hmm. Like I, I'm a wing seven. But, like, you know how much is yeah. going on behind the scenes here. <laughs> yes. So it's like, do I do random impulsive shit? Like, yes. Mm-hmm. To, like, avoid my problems? Sure. But, like, at it, at its core, like, you're still in that head center. So yeah. you're still thinking about things behind the scenes. Yeah. So some of the quotes I had, speci- this was specifically around love. This was the quote I picked. Um, because they are very passionate and enthusiastic. And, like I said, the big thing about sevens mm-hmm. is the deprivation. Yeah. And so I thought this connected it all. So it's Cassian saying, I have no regrets in my life but this, that we did not have enough time, Mm -hmm. that I did not have time with you, Nesta. I will find you in the next world and we will have that time, I promise. And so I think that showcased that passionate nature while also that like sadness of being deprived time with her. That definitely fits. Yes, I see. I see the eight wing yeah. seven two. So mm-hmm. I could see it either way. Yeah. It's a very like nuanced conversation when you're looking at like the same ones, but two, two sides of the yeah. same coin. But also, like, I never 
so when I when I was researching, I don't know exactly the sources you were using. And yeah, to yeah. me, I'm just thinking like, what's their first one? And mm-hmm. I forget that when you add the wing, it kind of changes it. And I didn't realize how many things can go into enneagrams. Yeah, there's so like the many trauma. Things. Like I didn't realize there was a trauma section yes. at their the worst, stress and at growth. their best. Yeah. So there was a like. I think if I obviously next time we do this for <laughs> more characters, I'll have other things to yeah th- think about too. You, you don't have to apologize. Oh, I'm not apologizing. <laughs> I'm just saying like my thoughts. Like I didn't think of all the different things because I know my Enneagram so well. It's so, so obvious and clear that I'm like, Oh, everybody else should just be like the, the main attributes. I shouldn't have to like look at the other small nuances to it. You know what I mean? Totally. But it's some people can be like right on that line and you're like, right. Where where do they fall? So like like looking at traumas and like other things like that, there's never something I've had to look at for my Enneagram. Yeah. <laughs> because I already knew exactly what I was. Totally. So. Yeah. I will. When I started doing this, I had an idea of what I thought, mm-hmm. but I actually changed it several times because I was like, because like you said, when you add the wings into it and you start thinking about it, you're like, huh, I could go either way here. So let me look at it, at it from a different angle. Right. Let me look at it from a different one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we've done Cassian. We've done Asriel. Do you want to do Tamlin? Yeah. Just you boys. Him. Let's get him out of the way. All right. So, I have a one wing two for Tamlin. <laughs> so, I have a one wing nine. And I'll tell you why. Interesting. Because okay. after reading all these books, uh-huh. I didn't want Tamlin to be the same as me. <laughs> <laughs> or I didn't want to think I was the same as Tamlin. Right. <laughs> Just because of how crazy he gets. Yes. I was like, I don't think... I know... And I know with Enneagrams, there's a scale. So, yes. you can be your worst self. Or you could be your best self. And I could be the best version of a one wing two. Exactly. And Tamlin could be the, the worst, worst version of a one wing two. Exactly. And I forget that sometimes. So maybe that's why I was yes. very like, no, he and can't be the same to, wing as me. You have me. to look at the stress <laughs> and growth too. I know. And it's a cautionary tale for you, Sarah. <laughs> it is. This is what I could become, <laughs> listeners. I could be the next Tamlin. Oh gosh, that's scary. So I put him as a one wing nine. Okay. Simply because I didn't want to be the same. <laughs> But I knew he was a one. He was definitely he a one. He for sure is the perfectionist. He for sure is a one. Oh my gosh. You are so funny. <laughs> I'm just cheating the system here. I will say I did go back and forth between one wing nine and one wing two. Yeah. Because I mean, a one wing nine is the idealist. So he is and he's not. Because yes. the, a nine in and of itself is a peacemaker. And I don't see Tamlin as a peacemaker. He's not. But when I think of him as an idealist, mm-hmm. that title kind of fits. Yeah, but I think similar to what we were saying about you, yep. his his perfectionism and his idealism stems to the the people he's taking care of, right? right? So like as a leader, he's doing these things and he's behaving this way mm-hmm. so that he can protect the land and his right. people, even if he's like going into crazy mode, yep. like his, it's more about the others. Whereas I feel like a one-week nine um, seeks perfection so that they can have peace right yeah and and it's it's more about them having peace than taking care of yeah others i don't know does that make sense no it does make sense that's what i gather yeah and just like some of the key motivations it's like they they're consistent with their ideals to justify themselves and they're beyond criticism so as not to be condemned by anyone and i just Mm -hmm. think of tamlin i'm like yeah he is definitely beyond criticism from others that is true so I think that's more of the one personality, though, Probably. than the wing nine. Aspect. Probably. 
Um, well, what I have for one wing two specifically, mm-hmm. so um, desire to be upstanding, fear is like being immoral or making bad decisions. Yep. I think he's definitely gets trapped in that sometimes. For sure. Um, strengths are that, you know, they tend to follow what they believe is right. They tend to be willing for personal sacrifice, serving their community, creative problem solving. Mm -hmm. But weaknesses, and again, this is why I was like, "Mm, yeah, Um, (laughs) temper, image focused, can Mm -hmm. be obsessive about that, which 100% is, Mm -hmm. can be self-righteous and controlling and very critical of others. Mm -hmm. Again, I think the one wing nine is more critical of themselves than others. Um, the trauma of a one, though, we're, I'm positive Tamlin is a one regardless. Yes, for sure. Um, the trauma of a one is they tend to maybe have an abusive protective parent or a distracted or strict parent, mm-hmm. but they're essentially afraid of that parent. Mm-hmm. So to cope with that feeling of disconnection, they rely on their own criticism and code. Mm-hmm. And we know from Tamlin's conversation, like his dad he was absolutely. not a good guy. Yep. He's definitely had that trauma. But a one in love cares deeply about not jeopardizing the relationship. So they'll mm-hmm. like do everything that they think they need to to protect the relationship. Which is exactly what he does to Farrah. Exactly. Um, they don't like letting people down. They mm-hmm. really want to be the center of that person's world. Right. Which totally so, makes sense. Yes. And, and, and not in like a, I want you to be only obsessed with me, but in like a, I want to be through all the pieces of your world. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, and they tend to be supportive and helpful. Um, the one is in the gut triad. So he's a bit more mm-hmm. instinctual, which you see with the temper also. Right. Um, and in growth, they tend to go to a seven. They'll be more spontaneous and fun and optimistic, which I think we see at like some of those fun parties. Right. Yeah. Um, but in stress, they become a four, mm-hmm. which is moody, envious and withdrawn. Yes, very accurate for Tamlin. <laughs> this is very accurate. Yeah, yes. so I can go. Well, a lot of those last things are very specific for to the ones. one. Yeah. Um, I just think when we talk about the wing, it's like, is it more about other people or is mm-hmm. it more about peace? Yeah, and it's more about other people. I think, I think you're so. right. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried. So I'll be honest. Tamlin was the last one I did, and I was tired, so I didn't write a specific quote because I'm also over Tamlin. It's totally um, fine. But I put in my quote section. I said. Every time he loses his temper. (laughs) Um, I put talking about that war 500 years ago whenever he was like, I would have been on the right side of humans. Um, And then just his general obsession with how things look. No, it's accurate. I definitely think, yeah. As I said. I got lazy I chose I chose a one wing nine because I didn't want to be the same as Tamlin. But I do think he is a one wing two. But the same thing that Feyre said, Tamlin was good. He was. He just went a little nuts. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't good for her. Yes. So we'll That's go with all. that. That's all. We'll go with wasn't that. inherently evil, no. even though I hate his guts. <laughs> <laughs> and you clearly like me, so we can exactly we can be friends even if we are the it's same. It's not the one wing twos that are the problems. I know. I know. It's the Tamlins of the world spiraling onto unhealthy <laughs> natures without coming out of it. Anywho. Okay. All right. What should we do next? You want to do more? Yes. And then we'll hit the big two. All right. What did you put for her? So I put more as a three wing two. Interesting. We are very different on this one. Oh, really? I have her as a seven wing six. Oh, okay. So, okay. You talk about yours. Three wing two. Three wing two is the charmer. Mm -hmm. So it's a three is an achiever and two is the helper. Mm -hmm. Um, So at their best, threes are self-accepting, authentic. Everything they seem to be is like role models for who they inspire 
Um, their basic fear is of being worthless, basic mm-hmm. desires to feel, feel valuable and worthwhile, key motivators. They want to be affirmed, to distinguish themselves from others, to have attention, to be admired and to impress others. And I just think of her and like all the times that I see her, yeah. it's like she wants to be loved. She wants people to accept her. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know what the trauma is with a three. Yeah. Um, so I'm not totally sure how that would play out, but I just, I see her as this achiever and she, she wants to be so much more than what her family made her to be. Mm. So to me, like the three really stuck out and then she's so caring for yeah. other people. So like the three wing two really fit for her. I felt like, mm, I like that. And you know what? The mm-hmm. Enneagram three child trauma is the rejection of core self. Mm. So, so it could, it could be because her family was just totally oh. rejected that. Yeah, absolutely. So that's interesting. Okay. Or, so you did a six wing seven. You I said? did it. No, I'm a six wing seven. Oh. I did for this a seven wing six. Seven wing six. Okay. And I was leaning towards seven, mm-hmm. um, similar, because I see, I I put also put Cassian as a seven. Yep. So I, I kind of connect her and Cassian a little bit. And they are, they are similar personality-wise. I do see that. Yeah. So I felt like, okay, they're probably the same. Mm-hmm. And like I said, the desire for seven is more about like trying to, this one's, so seven means six wants to feel fulfilled and happy and they're almost mm-hmm. searching for that joy. Which definitely fits more. Yes. For and sure. her fear tends to be more, um, like FOMO, mm-hmm. um, which I feel like the three, the three sphere, I think connects a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, but the trauma was similar to Cass was just like disconnection from nurturing fixture. So like focused on like toys and activities to fill that right. emptiness. Cause she is a very like materialistic she person is. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, strengths of the seven wing six are that they're productive and cooperative. They're sensitive to others feelings, mm-hmm. which again, I thought, think is really core to her optimistic, even in stress, mm-hmm. you know, she thinks thoroughly and quickly, whereas weaknesses, and this is, I, again, you know, I love more and I connect with more. Yep. I'm not just trying to give her that wing six because of that, but a wing six is easily affected by others, mm-hmm. others' opinions. And she is, she is, she's very bothered by the opinions of her face. She left, yes. she's done a lot of work mm-hmm. on that. But, but she is easily affected for she sure. She is easily affected, even though she's been working and processing that. Mm-hmm. She tends to, she might doubt herself. Sevens also get very easily bored. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, so like between those things, she has very similar to Cassie in that same trauma. Love is just like very passionate, enthusiastic, and curious. Yeah. Again, in growth, she becomes a five, which is more focused and restrained. But in stress, a one, she becomes more like rigid and critical and angry. Yeah. Which I can see. Mm-hmm. Um, and the triad similarly is that head center. So she would be in her head. Yeah. Whereas I feel like the three is over in the heart mm-hmm. center. So I could see her processing it more in her heart though. Yeah. So this one's hard. Yeah. This one is hard. Hmm. I think the reason why I, I would say if I was to, the reason I would pick that seven week six is really that like searching for joy, the sensitivity to others opinions yeah. and being easily affected by that. Mm-hmm. I think those would probably be my two like bigger reasons and, and her materialism. Yeah. Was why I leaned towards the seventy six, but I really see the three wing two also. Mm-hmm. So that's a tough one. Yeah, and we don't have to pick. Obviously, this is true. We can both just give our opinions. Listeners, what do you think? Yes, who's right? <laughs> <laughs> 
But, and I will say quickly, they say mm-hmm. you shouldn't Enneagram type other people because we, you don't know their don't inner know workings their and inner their workings. traumas. Blah, and I blah, would blah. say with more, I feel like we only have a glimpse of how she works. Yeah. So I think very much it could go either way, either way right sure. now. Yeah. And maybe the next book will like illuminate it even further. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So okay. So more is more is the big question mark we have right now. Yes. Everything else we've been relatively close on so yeah. far. Okay. Do you want to do Reese or Feyre? Let's do Reese next. Let's say Feyre for last. Okay. I struggled with both of them actually. Okay. I, I was actually very confident on these two. These two were probably my hardest. Yeah. Which I feel like I should know the most about them, so it should be the easiest. But yeah. <laughs> but I didn't think they were easy at all. Yeah. Okay. So we're doing Reese. Yeah. Let's do Reese. Okay. This one I think I was the least sure of. Okay. I did an eight wing nine. Interesting. Okay. Okay, so not to spoil, but that's actually what I ended up putting for Feyre. Oh, okay. For Reese, again, we're going to be on opposite sides. I put a two wing three. Oh, okay, which is, isn't that, no, I had a three wing two for more. Okay. It's close. Yeah. So, okay, do you want to go into why you think he's an eight wing nine first? Yeah. So <laughs> you don't sound like you I do. really I really struggled with Reese. I don't know why cuz I feel like he fits in everything. Yeah. So I think that was why I couldn't pinpoint mm-hmm. exactly what I wanted. So yes. the 8 wing 9 is the diplomat. Mm-hmm. So an 8 is a challenger and the 9 is the peacemaker. So 8s are self-confident, strong and assertive, protective, resourceful, straight-talking and decisive, but can also be egocentric and domineering, which mm-hmm. I do feel like is Reese. Um, they feel like they must control their environment, especially people sometimes becoming confrontational and intimidating, which yes and no. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes they have problems with their temper and allowing themselves to be vulnerable, mm-hmm. which I do think he doesn't share his vulnerability with everybody. Yeah, AIDS have a very hard time being vulnerable. Yeah. So I do know that. So at their best self-mastering, they use their strength to improve others' lives, becoming heroic, magnanimous, and inspiring, which like I felt... At yeah. his best, that's Reese, for sure. Yeah. Um, basic fear is of being harmed or controlled by others. Yeah. Which, I mean, I just think of Amarantha and mm. how much he hated being controlled by her, but, like, yeah. he allowed it um, just to protect his people, which goes into the Peacemaker because he's yeah. kind of concerned. But I kind of wanted, like, a two in there instead of a nine. Yeah. You know, if it could be, like, an eight-wing two. Which is not a thing. Which is not a thing. <laughs> so, um Basic desires to protect themselves and to be in control of their own life and destiny, yes. which I do know he wants. And, you know, key motivators, be self-reliant, prove their strength and resist weakness, to be important in their world. Yeah. So I felt like there was a lot of qualities of yes. eights that definitely fit Reese. But there's also qualities in all of them that fit Reese. That's yeah. why I really struggled. So I think you're on a good track of mind. Yeah. I will say for, and I'll get into this, for the two wing three in Mm -hmm. stress, they become eights. Mm, So a lot of things you're talking about when you see Reese in it Mm -hmm. are moments of him being under high stress. Which would make sense then. Which could connect the two. Yes. In that way. But it could also in the reverse, um, an eight at their best becomes a two. So... So they're Wait. connected aren't they yeah so they so there's a weird connection there yeah. between the two um but so why do you think so i put him as a two wing three which is called the host mm-hmm. um part of, like when you just mentioned like when he was in amarantha he hated being controlled mm-hmm. i agree but i don't think the fear there was about being controlled because yeah. he did it 
The fear was about his, his people, people. Which is why the two is yes. so strong. So our friend Andy, mm-hmm. two wing three. Yep. Um, so I very much picture her in mm-hmm. this in a way. Um, so the two wing three's desire um, is to be loved and accepted. And they're extremely attentive because mm-hmm. of it. So I think in a way he's constantly trying to like prove his worthiness. Yeah. Um, as a high lord to his people. Yeah. Um, strengths are that they're adaptable in stressful situations. They have a passion for serving others. They're good communicators, deep personal connections, tend to have an optimistic worldview. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like even throughout all of this, he's he was kind of very really been a little optimistic. Um, weakness includes not acknowledging their own needs. Yes. And very self-critical. And I feel like that is... Yes, that is so... So core to who he is. That is very much who he is. Yeah. Um, childhood trauma. Um, this one I didn't like feel as strongly about, but tend to be, um, they want to, well, actually I do see it. They want to be complimentary to the protective figure. So like his okay. father as a high lord, he wanted to be complimentary to that. Yeah. So he wanted to, from there, earn that love through selflessness, a repression of his mm-hmm. needs, learning to stifle and repress his own desires in order to prove himself. Which he totally does. Yes. Um, Twos in love tend to go that extra mile and be very Mm. supportive, which he does is him. Um, He's, he's in the heart center, Mm -hmm. which is just like processes things through feeling. Yep. Um, Growth. He becomes a four, which are self-nurturing and creative and very unique. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas an eight in stress, they become very controlling and yep. argumentative and blunt. Yeah. So I feel like I see a lot of the eight characteristics, but it tends to be, be a little bit stressful. more in stress. That makes sense. I see that. So quotes where I see this are, I fell in love with you because you weren't afraid of me. So again, that desire to be loved is yep. so core to it too. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be seen in that way. Um, my equal in every way. She would wear my crown, sit on the throne beside mine, my queen. So again, that that's um, supportive nature to their yeah. partner. Um, and then his whole speech, I just put a little quote of it though, that the great joy and honor of my life has been to know you, to call you family. And I'm grateful that I was given this time with you before he dies into that whole speech. That is such a two speech. Yeah. Like think, think about how our friend Andy writes us those beautiful notes. Yeah. No, that's very much. It was very, <laughs> very then, much so. And then lastly, it said, um, I'd endure every second of it over again so I could find you. Like very mm. much like I'll yeah. do whatever I need to to get there and to be here and to do these things with you. Mm -hmm. So that made me, that's why I chose two wing three. I can definitely see that. Yeah. I definitely see that. As I said, he was my hardest one. Yeah. Which he shouldn't have been, but he was. Yeah. Okay. Last but not least, good old Farah. Good old Farah. So I already said I chose an eight wing nine, Mm -hmm. but what did you end up picking? So I actually picked yours, a six wing seven. Oh, well, thank you. Yes. (laughs) I don't hate that. But, you know, the loyalist, the enthusiast, I feel like a lot of the qualities, similarly, like you're both Hufflepuff and just a lot of the qualities that you guys have are very similar. Mm-hmm. And in her strength, I see your strengths and I know you can, I feel... you're my Farah. No, stop. You're my Tamlin. <laughs> Thanks. Hey, it worked. I know for a while. Hey, when it was good, it worked. It... We just need to make sure we <laughs> stay on the good side. Stay, we stay trauma free. Or we process our trauma in healthy ways. Then we'll be fine. We'll be fine. <laughs> um, any other things you want to share about why you think Farrah is a six wing seven? Um, so 
you know, she's reliable, hardworking, responsible, and trustworthy. Um, let's see. She can be cautious and indecisive, but also reactive, defiant, and rebellious, which I definitely see her yeah. being rebellious somewhat and reactive to situations. Um, she has problems with self-doubt and suspicion. Mm-hmm. Definitely the self-doubt thing. Yes. So at her best, she's internally stable and self-reliant, courageously championing themselves and others, which I totally see her once she you know, comes into herself, becomes the high lady of the night yeah. court and all that. Um, basic fears with the, um, being without support and guidance, which I don't know if that is her fear. Yeah. I like, so, like I said, like I didn't think to look in other aspects, yeah. but, um, the basic desire to have security and support. I definitely think of, you know, when she was a human and that's yeah. all she wanted. Um, and then when she was with Tamlin, that's all she wanted. So, um, yeah, I think that's kind of why. And then just the seven, the enthusiast part is just her free-spirited, like, fun self. Yeah. So. I, for a while, like I told you, I settled on eight, week nine. Mm-hmm. I was wondering if Feyre might even be, like, a four. I thought about a four, two for her because she's so unique and, and just. Yeah. Like, is she a four, wing three? Mm-hmm. Is she that four, wing five? Like, I, I went back and forth on four. Yeah. For a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but I obviously ended up settling, not settling, choosing, um, eight wing nine. And like I said, I think it's because I, like I told you, I was looking at it from a couple of different angles. I was trying to figure out which one fit best. So for the eight wing nine, I, my understanding is that their desire is really about controlling their own destiny, Mm -hmm. um, defending themselves by building those emotional walls, denying vulnerability, really defensive of their loved ones. Mm -hmm. Like an eight is so interesting. So one of my best friends is an eight and it's like, they, they are fighters Mm -hmm. at their core as a six. It's very hard. Like I like, yes, I am a fighter. I'm not Mm -hmm. trying to be mean to myself, but (laughs) I am not like, um, I don't, I, I don't know. I just, it's, it's a different like motivation in a way. Gotcha. Like, I'm more defending what my loved ones because I need them. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas I feel like an eight is more defending their their loved ones because they like know it's it's right mm-hmm. and they they are um they want to be in control. Yeah. And and so it's like very nuanced and slightly different. But their fear is being controlled by others, which I think we see play out when she's with Tamlin yeah. in this book in For particular. Sure. Um, strengths of an eight wing nine are that they see different perspectives, Mm -hmm. which I think she's really good at, um, protecting those they care about, prioritizing the needs of others, but weaknesses similarly are being stubborn and rigid, disliking rules or orders from authority figures. She's a total rebel, um, can seem either overly confident or emotionally detached. Yes. Which I feel like are both very much extremes. Um, the childhood trauma of an eight, though, specifically, is that they've had to take on a patriarchal role. Very um, so much so. they are so. forced to grow up fast and, you know, believe that they aren't wanted in their family unless they are part of that role. Which is exactly which what happened is, to her. I think that was what solidified. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm going to go with eight for her. Yeah. Um, again, also, eights are motivated by the gut instinct, which I think is that hunter side of her. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas the six is more motive, like it's the, it's the head. Yeah. And which I don't, I, I don't think she lives in her head as much as she does. Her I think gut. she's definitely more of a gut person. Um, let's see. So in growth, um, she becomes a two, which is that loving caregiver, mm-hmm. which I think is why we see that side of her in the night court and with, with the people of right. her, um, you know, 
or her people in Valaris. But in stress, they become a five, which is unhealthy, cynical. They just can't deal. Yeah. Um, she's which, not very good at dealing with her trauma. No. So that was really what I felt like I saw in A Court of Mist and Fury. Mm-hmm. And then the quotes that made me, that kind of, oh, sorry. And then in love, um, which I just, this made me laugh. Eights in love tend to have difficulty expressing their emotion at first. Mm-hmm. Very true. That's Vera. <laughs> Could, couldn't say she loved him. No. This is why we're here. <laughs> um, but they really crave equal partners and value mm. depth in relationship. Like okay. eights want to be equals. Yeah. As a six, mm-hmm. I am perfectly content with my husband taking care of me. <laughs> like we are equals, yes. But like mm-hmm. honestly, if I was a housewife, I would not complain right. at all mm-hmm. because I just want to feel safe yeah. and secure. It's not about being equals for me. I mm-hmm. value it, but it's not about that for gotcha. me. Whereas for eights, it tends to be more about that equal partnership. That's what they wanted to find. Gotcha. So some quotes um, that made me think about this. So uh, I might always be a little bit vicious or restless that I might crave peace, but never a cage of comfort. Mm. And that I think is that interesting dynamic with the eight wing nine. Cause yeah. the eight is the challenger and the nine is the peacekeeper. Yeah. And you're like, where, where do you fit? How do you fit? Cause it's like, you're both. You're like, I crave peace, yep. but I don't want to be stuck in a cage. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be controlled. I yeah. want to be out here fighting. Um, another quote was no one was my master, but I might be master of everything Mm -hmm. that gives me strong aid energy of like control. Yep. I was not a pet, not a doll, not an animal. I was a survivor and I was strong. I wouldn't be weak or helpless again. I would not, could not be broken. And again, that's that strength of an eight coming out. Um, and like, there's an interesting thing. We're not even touching on this, but there are subtypes to Mm -hmm. every Enneagram too. Oh, wow. And yeah, I, it's just not worth going into that today. Um, but there is, there's like three versions mm-hmm. of each type. Oh my gosh. And there is a version of a six that is more aggressive and can sometimes be like, just like, which can sometimes be viewed at as an eight mm-hmm. sometimes. I don't know if that's the case, but that is something else to think about. Um, but specifically with the eight also... When it came to love, the quote that struck me was, I threw myself into that fire, threw myself into it, into him, and let myself burn. And it just, it very much was that, like, the, the like, deep, there's deep emotion in an age. Yeah. And they feel so fully. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's very, it's very passionate. It is, um, I don't know, it's, it's more about the fire. Like, eight's. If I was to think of like an element or like fire mm-hmm. to me. Anyway, that was why I think she was an eight wing nine. Interesting. Yes. The diplomat. Mm. So I could see that either way though. Yeah. Eights and sixes are also surprisingly well connected. Yeah. Let us know what you think. Yeah. What do you think these folks Enneagrams are? Do you agree? Disagree? For the ones where we were stuck. Give what us, do you think? Yeah. Help us out. We should have a vote on Instagram stories for that today. We will. Yes. Let's do that. Catch you next week. Thank you so much for listening to A Court of Fairies and Fangirls, a Sarah J. Mass fan podcast. Please rate, review, and subscribe, and let us know what you think. You can find us on Instagram at, at Fairies and Fangirls. Jump in on the conversation, and we look forward to chatting with you more next week. Bye. Bye.